Hello, welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. This is Jim. Thank you so very much for being with me today. I always appreciate you taking your time to listen to this podcast. I just want to encourage you to look at my webpage, babyboomertales.com, and there's a link on there that says my book, and if you click on there, there is a place that you can preview my book, Got a Job. You can hear about it on episode three called Excerpts from My Book. If you'd like to purchase this book, and it's a great gift for somebody that middle-aged or older that has lost their job for whatever reason, you can buy it right there through Amazon going through my link. The title of today's episode is The Hill. When I was five years old, my parents moved back to Colorado. We had lived in California for about four years. They moved back to Colorado and we lived out in the country and that's where I had my donkey Jenny. But while we were living out in the country, my dad started building our house. He bought some property on the hill overlooking town Nobody else had a house up there back then. And he bought these lots that were a junkyard. And the first thing he did was he built a basement. I cannot remember if he attached the garage at the first building of the basement or if he attached the garage later. But the basement was made out of center block and he put old axles down through the center block. He always claimed that that basement was as solid as could be because he put all this stuff from the junkyard down into the blocks. We lived in that basement for years. Then he built the area right on top of the basement years later when he could afford it. And that had our kitchen and living room and dining room later. And then on the either the third or the fourth edition he built the bedrooms on a wing so it took years to build the house but I don't think he ever had any debt on it I think he just built it as he could afford it the house had two gigantic windows that overlooked the town and also overlooked the continental divide It's a beautiful view what people would call a million dollar view So besides being able to see town everywhere, you could just see the mountains were right there on you almost. It just just opened up and just very, very scenic and kind of a stunning view of everything. There's never going to be any houses built in front of them because the hill was quite steep. So we moved there into the house when I was about five. Yeah, about five, because when I went to kindergarten... We were living in the house, and the school was right down the hill. You could see the school from our house, but the hill really took a whole big chunk of my childhood and included itself in my childhood. Number one, to get home, I had to walk up the hill. If I wanted to take the shortcut instead of going up the road, which was a half a block to the west of the house, and then I walked up a secondary hill to get to the house, I would just cut up the hill. And so over the years, I wore a path up that hill. The hill was beautiful in the springtime. There were bluebells all over the hill. It was just covered in bluebells. 
And bluebells are these little blue flowers, little bitty flowers. And I remember as a kid, May Day, we'd go pick up a bunch of these bluebells, and my mom would help us out of these little pint milk cartons make May baskets and take them around, you know, and hope the girls didn't catch you and kiss you and take them to grandma and take them to, to my aunts and uncles and, and to my friends. But the hill, as I got older, the bluebills weren't as prevalent anymore. They just weren't there as much. There's a lot of sagebrush, though, and I always hated sagebrush, but I remember the bluebells. Riding my bike down the hill was always fun, although you really, it was so steep you'd go too fast. But whatever goes down must come up. You know, the old saying, whatever goes up must come down. Well, at my house, it's whatever goes down must come up. And I'd have to push my bicycle back up the hill. I was not strong enough when I was a little boy to even think about riding up the hill. Plus, the roads are gravel, so... It really was a hard thing pushing my bike up the hill. Once I grew up and I was older in my 18, 19, 20, by then they were starting to pave the roads around and I would take my 10-speed bicycle then and ride down and then turn around and ride up and ride down and ride up as a form of exercise and strengthening my legs. And for some weird reason, I thought that was fun. But when I was a little kid, there's no way to do that. It was just hard to push my bike up the hill. In the wintertime, though, you could sled down the hill. And I had a podcast called Experiencing Winter. We talked about sledding down the hill. We could really get cooking down that hill very, very fast. One time, a bunch of my friends and I got on a toboggan. And not on the road, we went just on the hill itself down that hill on a toboggan and towards the bottom of the hill there's an old old alleyway and so the road the hill flattened out just for just for a second we hit that alley and it threw us all it's a wonder we didn't get hurt just threw us all over the place on that toboggan if you've ever ridden toboggan there's really not a whole lot of way to steer it or slow it down or do much except hang on and the toboggan showed us that if it didn't want us hanging on we couldn't when i was probably 10 12 years old i was very much into baseball and our driveway back then was gravel i remember taking a baseball bat and hitting rocks over the hill now a block away and I don't think it was a block the way the crow flew, but on the street on below the hill, there were houses. And I always thought I'd, I'd hit old Bob and Shirley's window and bust it out. But I don't think I ever did. I never heard. And I know Bob would have told me if I'd have broke their window. But I'd hit rocks for hours and hours and hours. I was kind of disappointed when my dad finally paved that driveway. Because my time hitting rocks was over. One time my friend Bill showed up and he'd been riding around on the hill all morning, had a little gas-powered car and that sucker went pretty fast. I bet it went 20 miles an hour and he came up to show me and of course I got in and we drove around all around over the hill, came back, showed my mom and my mom of course was always worried about things like that. 
we promised her we'd be careful so we started backing down the hill well i decided i wanted to drive so i tried to take steering wheel and i tried to back up turn to the right and bill was trying to turn to the left and as a result we went straight over the hill and rolled that little car over at least once i remember it came to rest on top of us freaked my mom out she came around anyway found out that we were not killed and so she sent me right to the house said your time riding that car is over but what Bill said is, there was no danger. We were in no danger. I turned the ignition off so it didn't catch on fire. Now here he is, a 10 or 12 year old boy with the smarts enough to turn the ignition off when he realized we were going <laughs> to crash. So he probably saved our skin there. But I was very upset I had to go in the house and stop riding that car. I never got to ride that car again. Never, Bill never brought it back around. I don't know what happened to it. My mom probably called his mom and car probably went away. My brothers and I one summer decided we were going to make tunnels in the hill. So we took our shovels and our picks because we're in the Rocky Mountains and we started digging holes and we realized that we couldn't dig a tunnel. It just it would just cave in on us no matter how hard we tried and we couldn't take it very deep anyway. So we came up with this elaborate plan. I don't know where we got all this, but we came up with a bunch of plywood. So we dug these big tunnels and then we covered it in plywood and then put dirt on top of it so you can see it. And my brother John would always just, that's if you couldn't find John, he'd be laying in a tunnel somewhere just kind of being in the shade, enjoying himself. My cousin Gary talked about this last time I saw him. I could remember those tunnels, and that's kind of how I decided to do a podcast on that hill, was by Gary mentioning those tunnels. So he must have helped us dig. I imagine we had all kinds of kids helping us. Twelve-year-old kids can't dig very good, but we had several tunnels, and Lots, you know, probably two or three pieces of plywood, if not more. My mom would stand on front of the picture windows and look over the hill. She could tell what was going on. She could usually spot me if I was goofing off downtown like I wasn't supposed to do or anything. She'd just stand outside and yell my name, come dark. We all know how that is if you grew up in the 50s and 60s. Play till dark and... That was your cue to come home. And if you didn't take the cue, eventually you'd hear mom yelling. When I was older and I was a man and I met the girl I eventually married, it came time to finally introduce her to mom and dad. So we came from the town I was living to the town where my parents lived. And I got this great, wonderful idea because... I might have been a man, but I still thought like a kid in a lot of ways. And all of a sudden, I kind of veered off, and I went up the hill where there wasn't a road. I just went straight up the hill instead of going via the road. And I had it in four-wheel drive, and it's very steep. And the very last part where you kind of get off the hill and hit the road, it almost goes straight up and down right there, the way they built the road up. And freaked my wife out. She was or my girlfriend then out. She was kind of angry with me because right then, then we drive up to the folks. 
That house was a wonderful house to grow up in. It's one of the nicer houses in town and definitely had the best view. My dad always kept it up. We always have to mow the yard and all that stuff. and Always kept it painted and good roof on it. It was a nice house. After my folks died, we ended up selling that house. The people that purchased it haven't done one thing to it. It went from being the showcase house in town to being the one everybody kind of laughs and snickers about. When we go back there, I end up driving around it two or three times, becoming angrier and angrier. Then my wife makes me go on. They say you can't go back, but by golly, you'd sure like to see a place where you grew up in. Whoever had the privilege of living there then, take a little bit of pride in what they own. Just my opinion. I usually don't care what you do as long as you don't hurt someone. But, oh well, it is what it is. It makes me very sad. Usually when we leave town, go back home, I find myself apologizing to mom and dad in my heart for treating their house like that. I know when you sell it or you give it, it's not yours anymore. Now for a segment we call the top 10 songs 55 years ago. That is the top 10 pop songs from 1964. Number 10 is The Girl from Ipanema. Stan Getz and Astrid Gilberto. Number 9, Memphis by Johnny Rivers. Number 8, by the Beach Boys, I Get Around. Number 7, Roger Miller, Dang Me. Number 6, Wishing and Hopin', Dusty Springfield. Number 5, Where Did Our Love Go? The Supremes. Number four, Everybody Loves Somebody, Dean Martin. Number three, The Little Old Lady from Pasadena, Jana Dean. Number two, Ragdoll by The Four Seasons. And the number one song, 55 years ago this week, by the Beatles, A Hard Day's Night. The Beatles could really produce those number ones, couldn't they? It's been a hard day's night. Well, my time's almost over. It's been a pleasure going back into my childhood and remembering the hill. I used to hate that hill when I was little, and today I have nothing but fond memories of it. I could go on and on on things that happened on that hill. The hill is pretty much just the same way. Last time I was there, I could still see that path that I took when I walked from my dad's grocery store home. Kindness is a wonderful thing. It's easily achieved. All you have to do is put your heart into it. I'll be back next Wednesday.